<laughs> appreciate the hard work from the praise and worship team eh? such a blessing and all the teams here appreciate the hard work from the media team the production team up there yes a blessing amen alright <laughs> yeah. sister Suzette yeah she's like yes that's right <laughs> appreciate me <laughs> Yes, I appreciate all the workers, all the laborers in the house of God. Listen, God sees your labors. God sees your heart. God sees all that you do when you commit to him. Such a blessing to be part of a church where people just love Jesus. Amen. And will serve him with all their hearts. Such a blessing. Good to see you out here this evening. Listen, I want to turn into the book of Psalms 62. We're going to continue on or really come to the conclusion of the, um, the series we've been talking about, Rejection. I want to kind of conclude that tonight. Uh, let God speak to us uh, and pray. Pray that we will uh, break. If any, any unhealthy fruit is within us, uh, we want to uproot that. Uh, I want to pray that God uh, will uh, sow seeds of the kingdom uh, and we can become men and women of God in this place. You say amen in this place, sir. So I want to conclude that. With rejection, we've been talking about a few things. We've been talking about what rejection is, how it can bear root in your life, and then fruit can, uh, can, can, can grow as a result of rejection. Uh, we also talked about rejection, unfortunately, is mostly found in other people. Um, you find rejection from other people, usually, and even unfortunately, again, usually within people within your own family, people who should love you, people who should accept you, sometimes that's where we see the most rejection. And we understand that rejection is a profound spiritual force, uh, and the definition really means disapproval or lack uh, of value given uh, in people's lives. Uh, and because of this, uh, it can produce unhealthy fruit. Uh, so we want to talk about that again, we want to conclude tonight, uh, because there's many people that may have gone through some things uh, being rejected in their life, uh, um, and they're now reacting uh, because of rejection or responding uh, to rejection. Uh, and I want to speak about a few things uh, before we close and pray tonight. Uh, you know, I remember speaking to my friend. Um, it was uh, it was in university. This was before um, we was uh, before we started going church. Before salvation, and we were just living the university life. Um, now, for some of you student people, you know what that entails. Um, you know what that means. Uh, all sorts of shenanigans, all sorts of shenanigans went over. Not me, obviously. I, was just, I just witnessed all sorts of shenanigans going on. I remember one particular night we was going out uh, um, and I was speaking to my friend, you know, uh, I remember seeing him, giving him a handshake, giving him a hug, you know, one of those bro hugs. Uh, and I felt a little something in his pocket. I was like, bro, what's this? What's this? I started patting him down like I'm the police. I started packing him, patting him down. What's this? Um, and we opened it up. He opened up his jacket and he had with him a bottle of CS gas. Now, for those of you innocent folk don't know what CS gas is, um, it is a highly illegal, offensive weapon. Um, where you spray that stuff, it goes in people's eyes, people start coughing, can't see, it's, it's horrible stuff, uh, it's illegal. It's like carrying a, actually, if you get caught with it, it's, they'll, they will charge you for having a firearm. That's how deep it was. Um, but he was carrying this. We were about to go out on a night out, and he was carrying this. I'm like, bro, 
Listen, uh, you know, I mean, I, I like, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm from the worlds as well, but this is going a little bit too far, bro. What are you doing with CS gas? And he said to me, it's like, it's my protection. Because um, what had happened, he told me one time he was on a night out and he, got, he said he got caught slipping, quote unquote, um, and he got jumped. Uh, a few people, you know, knocked, knocked him about a little bit. And from that day, he's like, listen, I got hurt before. I'm not getting hurt again. So his idea was like, I'm going to carry some protection. And that was his idea of protection. And the reason I say that is because that is like you and I tonight. You may not be carrying CS gas, or maybe not packing like a nine millimeter Uzi, or nothing like that. But some people have been hurt before. They've been uh, vulnerable and they've been hurt before. And they say, from this day, that's not happening to me again. I'm carrying protection. I'm protecting myself. I'm defending myself. And that plays out in many different ways. And we're going to look at that tonight. Uh, uh, I have a sermon I've, t- I've entitled Carrying Protect- Projection, uh, Protection. Sorry. We're going to read from Psalm 62, verse number 1 to 6. The Bible says, Truly my soul silently waits for God. From uh, him comes my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will you attack a man? You shall be slain, all of you, like a, learning, like a leaning on a wall um, and a tottering fence. Uh, they only consult to cast him down from his high position. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. My soul waits silently for God alone, for my exception or expectation is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Can you say amen in this place? Um, I want to look firstly with you at protecting against rejection. You see, oftentimes rejection produces hurt. And when people get hurt, uh, they rightly so don't want to be hurt again like that ever again. You feel pain or you experience pain. uh, The natural course is, I don't want to experience this pain again. I felt this burn. I've been burnt once. I'm not going to be burnt again. You know, it's like you can be cautious with something. Something caused you to, to be burnt. Um, uh, you, you, you're cautious next time you go around that thing or you speak to that person. And that's a normal way to feel. That's a normal way to address things. You know, we like to protect ourselves from pain. Come on, that's wisdom now. Protecting yourself from pain, that's wisdom. We like to do that. That's why in, in sports, you see, there's all sorts of padding and, and protection because we want to do that. We want to have shin pads when we're playing football. I've seen some guys in our church play football. Listen, if I was playing with them, I'll have double shin pads. I've seen people, the way they slide tackle. Listen, we want to protect ourselves from pain in all sorts of sports. There's cricket, there's pads. In boxing, they wear certain pads in certain places to protect Come on now, PPE was a whole big thing a couple of years ago. It is personal protection equipment because we are uh, interested in protecting ourselves and keeping ourselves safe. I remember a friend of mine who told me his parents were a little overzealous in their discipline. Like just a little overzealous, you know. They wouldn't just smack with the hand. They would use like slippers or, or cords or something. Just overzealous with their discipline. And some of you, that might have been your experience. Hey, listen, I'll pray for you. But he was telling me that when he went downstairs he knew what time it is he said before he went downstairs he used to put on three pairs of tracksuit bottoms because he knew what time it was he wanted to protect himself come on now 
Sometimes protection, but mostly protection is usually good. It's a good thing to try and avoid pain. However, some people go and push this a little too far and because of maybe pain they've experienced in their past, rejection they've experienced in their past, people want to build a defense. Say, I've been hurt. I'm not getting hurt again. You rejected me and I'm going to build up a defense. You see, in biblical time, uh, you know, a line of defense was synonymous with walls. If cities wanted to defend against enemies, they will erect walls, build up walls. We see this in Proverbs 25 and verse number 28. It says, whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. In other words, without protection. So a city in those times, if it didn't have walls, it wasn't protected. So in order to protect a city, you would build up walls. In Deuteronomy 3 and verse number 5, it says cities were fortified with high walls, gates and bars. So it's all about walls as defending people. And we know that with Joshua, you know, the children of Israel, the problem they had going to Jericho or going to conquer it was to do with the walls. The walls are tall and thick. So we know that walls are a defense. So when people are hurt, people have experienced pain before, what they do is they build up walls. And the problem is they're separating out other people and they're hindering relationships with other people because of these walls. I don't know if you've ever met people that are hard to relate to. You've experienced people that are hard to, you just want to be their friend and just, it's just walls, walls. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, maybe we can meet, no, I don't want to meet up, I'm cool. <laughs> oh, what do you do for a living? Don't matter what I do for a living. I'm cool, we're all right. People just build, just walls, just walls. You're thinking, why is that? Why are you so hard to crack? Why are you so hard to penetrate? Because they've experienced some pain before and they're saying, I'm not getting hurt again. Somebody's come close to me before, they hurt me. Right now I've got a wall. And you, you, now you, you rip yourself off because how many know God designed us to be relational? He designed us to be in close relationship with brother and sister. Listen, yes, he designed us. In the beginning, he says, it's not good for man to be alone. We understand he was talking about the marital realm there. But listen, it's wider than that. Even when you are married, it shouldn't just be you and your wife alone. There should be some other relations out there. Come on now. We should have some relation. Oftentimes you find people are hard to relate to because they have erected some type of wall. They've put it up there. And many times this is used as a defense mechanism. They don't want to let people in because if they let people in, they might experience pain again. And that's the problem with rejection because one of those things, uh, uh, you know, we spoke about many things rejection does, uh, but many times it allows people or makes people build up walls. I want to look at defense mechanisms uh, secondly with you. Uh, as many things we do to defend ourselves, uh, one of the things we do is make internal vows. Now, I don't know if you've ever made one of those before. Something's happened. You're like, I will never go there again. I will never do this again. How many people have said, I will never trust that person again? Hmm? How many times have you heard somebody say, I don't trust men? Like, well, every, I don't trust men, none of them. Every one of them. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> Come on. I've heard people say that. Come out their mouth. I don't trust them. I've heard people say, women, please, you can't trust any of them. I'm not going to get married, no one. I'm just going to go around, sleep around because I can't trust any of these women. I can't trust them. I've had people tell me that. 
I will never. So they've made internal vows because they've had something. They've had a painful experience. How many have ever heard this? I will never forgive you. I will never forgive you. You said some things. You've done some things. Mm-mm, no more. I will never. And this is a defense mechanism. People don't want to get hurt again. People don't want to get burnt again. So they make internal vows. And now their life is going down a certain course, a certain trajectory because of the vows that they've made. Why? Because of the pain they felt before. And now all of a sudden they're living their life, uh, destroying relationships around them because of internal vows they've made. There's another one. Independence. Come on now. I tell people many times that isolation is one of the tools of the enemy. To recluse, to pull yourself away, to be just totally independent is one of the tools of the enemy. You know, Destiny's Child, God bless him. (laughs) Uh, I still, just a side note, I don't know where, you know, Beyonce is going. She used to be a young church girl singing praise and worship. She's gone full circle now, just completely mind-blowing. Someone was telling me about the, the, the album she's pulled out now. Just just complete nonsense. But I remember, uh, this is a long time ago, showing my age, Destiny's Child in, in 2000. Now, 2000 doesn't seem that far away, but that's 22 years ago. <laughs> don't, even, don't even tell me you wasn't even born there. If you're going to say that, I don't even, even want to hear that. Come on, I don't even want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Destiny's Child released a song in 2000 called Independent Woman. I want to read you a couple of uh, lines of their, the song here. It says, the shoes on my feet, I bought them. <laughs> the clothes I'm wearing, I bought them. The rock I'm rocking, I bought it. The watch I'm wearing, I bought it. The house I live in, I bought it. The car I'm driving, I bought it. I depend on me. I depend on me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now when I remember I was in school in that time, all the, all the women were singing that, they were cocking their neckers, they were singing that, I don't need no it was, it was, it was, it was. But what they're saying is, listen, they're saying, I don't need you. And they're saying it's like a badge of honor, a coat of arms. When you really scratch the surface, what they're saying is, listen, I've been burnt before. I'm not getting burnt again. So I'm on my own. I'm going to do my own thing. I don't need you. I don't need you. I'm going to be on my own. And the thing is, when you do that, you start to recluse. I don't know if you've ever met people. You've tried to, you just want to buy them lunch. You're like, no, I don't need to buy me lunch. I buy my own lunch. (laughs) I just wanted to bless you. Gosh, uh, can I give you a lift? No, I, I walk myself. I don't need no lift. Because they, they just put, I don't need anybody. Because they feel if they depend on somebody again, if they, if they allow somebody to have a little bit of their life, then they're going to be vulnerable again. And what could happen? They'll get ripped off. They'll get hurt. People are living this independent life. And proud. I don't need nobody. I'm going to do this on my own. Not because they think they can, but because they don't want to get hurt again. It's a defense mechanism. People put this up. I don't need nobody. I don't need no one. It's just going to be me on my own. I'm going to run this. Because I don't want to get hurt. Another one I'll look at quickly is, is control. People want to take control. You know, there's some who would like to be in control of absolutely everything. In control of everything. They want to uh, run the relationships. And if they do get in relationships, they want to be dominant and in control. You would do this this way. You will love me. (laughs) You will do this and you will because they want to have control. Listen, how many know a nice, uh, 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 perfect relationship should uh, be organic? It should be, it should develop naturally. 
It shouldn't be controlled in like, I need you to do this. You must say this. You must do that. The reason why people want that type of control again is because they want to make sure that everything goes the right way because if it don't, you could hurt me. I want to control this. You're going to do this. You're going to say this. And again, it's all a defense mechanism. If I can control him or if I can control her, then I won't get hurt. I'm going to protect myself. I'm not going to get hurt. And the reason I speak about all of these things is because sometimes when you meet people, sometimes you have conversations with people, they're displaying a certain characteristic and you're thinking, what on earth are you doing? Why are you acting that way? Why have you just said things that way? Why have you taken what I've said out of proportion? Because they are trying to protect themselves from what has happened. They're trying to uh, protect themselves from issues again. Like my friend, they're carrying protection with them and they don't want to get hurt And the problem with when you walk around with protection like that, and I said this to my friend, listen, if you take that with you, you're going to use it. When you carry protection, the thing that you think is going to protect you can actually cause damage. And just going back to my friend as well, side note, he did take it with him. And I remember, I don't know why I still went with him, but we went out tonight, and we went out that night. And he did use it. He just went like this, just spread it. Everyone was mashed up. He was mashed up. I was mashed up. Everyone was just mashed up. I was thinking, you fool, man. Coughing, coughing my eyes. I was thinking, this is ridiculous. My wife is laughing because she was there. Amen. <laughs> this is before we was married. This is before we was dating. Let's, come on now. Before, thank God for the blood of Jesus. Come on now. <laughs> Amen. 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 Don't tell the police. Listen, it wasn't, I wasn't there. If the police were, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. But the thing is with protection, you carry protection like that. Listen, you're going to end up using it. And you can end up bringing damage because you want to try and save yourself, you want to protect yourself, you're quick to fire this thing off, you're throwing out, you're spouting out words, you say things to try to block people off, you come across harsh, you come across angry because you're trying to get in there first. Listen, I've heard somebody say, if I can hurt you first, then maybe you won't hurt me. I'm going to get in there first. So people are aggressive. They use their tongue like a weapon. Why? Because they don't want to get hurt. They go out on the offensive. They don't want to get hurt. And these are all fruits of rejection. Fruits of something that's happened to you in the past. Results of past hurts, past issues. But I want to say, listen, there is healing in the word of God. Can you say amen in this place? There is healing. We don't have to come out like that. We don't have to let that be our story. We don't have to build up these walls of defense and block ourselves in with isolation. We don't have to say words to kind of cut people down just because uh, you want to cut them before they cut you. No, we have to recognize that through the word of God, we can find healing. If rejection has been in your past, it doesn't have to stay in your future. Come on, it can be relegated to back then. Something bad has happened to you back then. Somebody who should have accepted you didn't accept you. Listen, you can relegate it to the past and and have a future if you will only open up to the word of God. You know, the scripture we used used in the other two weeks was Psalm 2710. The Bible says, when my mother and father forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. We don't have to do that. One thing we have to realize is when it comes to defending ourselves or protecting ourselves... We have to realize that he is our defense. 
In our scripture, we were we we read in verse number uh, six of our scripture in Psalms 61, 62, Sorry, it says, "He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense." You don't have to carry protection because God will protect you. You don't have to go out there and have this fruit uh, or this unhealthy fruit because the Bible says he is your defense. He is the one that will guard you and keep you. You can let down those walls. People are not there to hurt you. People are not there to take advantage of you. And even if they are, listen, you've got a God in heaven who is there to protect you and take care of you. Even if people don't accept you, well, there is a God in heaven who has accepted you from before the foundations of the earth. He has accepted you. He loves you as a son and daughter. So regardless of what people do to you, you can feel valued. You can feel like you have worth. You can feel like, yes, you have identity in Christ Jesus. Don't you thank God for that in this place? Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, I want to read to you the probably one of the most familiar Psalms there is out there. And we all know it. But sometimes it's good just to read the Word of God, even though we know it, just to let it come out again to you. And of course, I'm talking about Psalm 23. Bible says in these words, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. He is the one that restores my soul. It is him that leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. He is the one that prepares a table before my enemy or in the presence of my enemies. He is the one that anoints my head with oil and my cup will run over. Surely, the Bible says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I love that psalm because it shows the characteristics of the God that we serve. Regardless of the problems we've had, the issues we've faced, regardless of the pain that we've had to endure, we can read that and realize that, listen, God is for us. God will take us through things. God will bring blessings. God will prepare things for us. God will anoint us. He will protect us. He will care for us. We need to drop all the defense mechanism we have because God is in control of our life. He has his hand wrapped around us. So whatever has happened to us in the past, whatever it is, maybe your parents and your father abandoned, maybe people let you down, maybe relationships broke down, they didn't accept you. Listen, if you let that stay in your life, then these fruit, the unhealthy fruit of bitterness will continue to bear fruit and multiply in your future. What we have to do is cut that down at the root, take it out and recognize that God will never leave us nor forsake us. We don't have to hold up these uh, walls of uh, uh, defense uh, because he is our defense. He's the one that will take care of us. We can be vulnerable again because he holds our heart in his hand. Can you say amen in this place? It's just interesting. When you go, you speak to people. You see this plays out in various different ways. People uh, uh, have to do things. There's the type of person that has to try and please everybody. I don't know if you've met someone like that have to try and please everybody. 
And I say that, that one's a bit close to my heart because that used to be me. You used to try and please everybody and I realised this is a tough business. I have to try and please this person, try and please that person, try and make sure that person, hey, you're just thinking, what can I do? Or how does it look about? It's a horrible place to live. But you're doing that because you want acceptance. Somebody just accept me, please. And then you be a, a chameleon, start changing the way you live, changing the way you dress, what, how you speak, just to be accepted. If that's you, I would say forget that. You are accepted by the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. You are accepted. You don't have to be accepted by any group of people. Listen, because you are riding with the creator of the universe. There's people that will also reject other people because they themselves were rejected. Again, it's a defense mechanism. I don't want no one near me. I'm going to push this all away. We need to realize that he is our defense and we don't need to be bound by this anymore. So what I want to do tonight, I want us to pray for a few things specifically. We've been speaking about this the third week now. We want to conclude recognizing that he is our defense. We don't need to defend ourselves from hurt anymore. He's the one that's going to protect us. And when we understand that he is who he is, we can be healed from all the pain that we've had to endure or come across. So I want to pray tonight. Let's bow our heads, let's close our eyes in this place uh, as we talk about um, or conclude uh, this series on roots of rejection. We spoke about protection this evening. We spoke about many things about carrying protection. Putting up a a wall, having defense mechanisms, because we don't want to get hurt again. What I want to say to you tonight, you don't have to live life that anymore. You don't have to let the past affect your future. If you know that your future is in his hands, You can rest assured that he has the best possible plans for you. Maybe you're here in this place and, you know, I want to invite you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. If you've never done that before, um, we'll do this every service just to make sure. Put that invitation out there. If you want Jesus Christ to be your Lord and personal Savior, washed by the blood, changed, transformed, the sin used to commit can be washed clean you can be given another chance the Bible says if you believe in your heart uh, that he is Lord and confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead you'll be saved so if you want to be saved right now you want to do that you want to have the blessed assurance that heaven will be your home just raise your hands in this place uh, I'll count it a privilege to pray with you uh, unsaved in this place you don't know Jesus is your Lord and Savior um, amen I see that hand God bless you uh, maybe you're backslidden you're backslidden in this place you used to know Christ uh, um, you want to come back home you want to come back uh, and, and, and serve God again you've been serving the world living for your own uh, choice making your own choice living for your own lust and desires and you've been pulled away uh, I want you also to raise your hand if that's you if that's you you want to rededicate your life to Jesus Christ in this place put that hand up Made some mistakes. You've been pulled away. And now you're putting some defense mechanisms. You're saying, listen, I'm not going to come back. Because when I came, I was hurt. Listen, lowered of the defense. 
Allow God to come in. If that's you, put that hand up. Put that hand up. If that's you, I'm speaking to you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. So my brother, lift up your hands. Just look at me. Everyone else, bow your head. Close your eyes. Everyone else. You mean that, my brother? Amen. God bless you. I believe you did. If I can just, just come. Come meet me here. I'm going to get someone to pray with you. I need you in a prayer. I'll tell you to come pray. Amen. God bless you. God is so good. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, man. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Speaking to Christians in this place. Oh, thank you, Jesus. If you've been hurt in this place, people have mistreated you, rejected you. People have, who should have accepted you did you wrong. And now because of that, you're reacting in a certain way. You're reacting with defense mechanisms. You're reacting to ensure that you never get hurt again. Sometimes this can hurt your relationships going forward. Listen, tonight is the night to drop the defenses. Tonight is the night to open up again. First of all, open up to God because if it affects your relationship with people, it can affect your relationship with God. Some of you, dare I say, are angry at God. Some of you are saying, God, how can you let this happen? And now there's defense mechanisms even towards God. My word to you is open up again. Be vulnerable again before the Lord. Let him come in. Bible says in Revelations, Jesus Christ is knocking at the door of your heart. All you have to do is open up. Open up, drop the defense and he will come in and dine with you. Have fellowship with you. Because hmm. what happened before doesn't have to affect your future. Oh, you are a brand new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. Hmm. So what we're going to do, we're going to spend time praying. Let's pray. Let's ask God to help us in the time of need. Let's ask him to give us the strength. If we need to forgive people, oh, tonight let's let it go. If we need to forgive uh, uh, family members, tonight let's let it go. If we need to uh, let go of the hurts that have, have, have come from workplaces, have come from friends, tonight we're going to let it go. Tonight we're going to make a decision to say, I'm not going to go down this path anymore and let rejection uh, take my life and bear fruits listen if you want to pray come come to the altar let's find a place right here let's lay some things down let's lay some burdens down let's forgive people let's release uh, the unhealthy fruits we may be seen in our life come let's pray let's ask God to help us let's ask God to move in our life move on our behalf as we open up before him this evening father we thank you lord god we bless your name lord jesus God, we thank you, Father God, right now. God, we bless your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, that you are our defense. God, thank you, Father God, that you will fight our battles. God, thank you, Lord God, that you are our strong tower. God, we can run into you. and.